Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I just want to let you guys know, man, we're, we're really proud of you. You know, me and Pastor Liz, um, it's probably the greatest honor in the world to pastor a church. And to have a crew like you guys is never, is, is, is so, it never ceases to amaze me how faithful you guys are to get behind stuff. You know what I mean? And I, we really appreciate that. Because, man, fasting and praying, and some of you are standing in the gap for people that ain't never going to pray. You know, when I went in that room tonight, they were at the prayer room, and half, half those people in there ain't learning how to pray. They know how to pray. They're, they're the intercessors of the church. I want you to know how important your, your, your dedication is and your prayer time is to the people in this church and the body of Christ. Because I guarantee you there's some people here, they don't ever pray. And you might just be the person in the gap making sure things are working out all right. I appreciate that, man. You know what I mean? And I want you to know, man, we, they got you covered. They got, your, they got you covered and your family covered. They really do. They, they pray in the word. They ain't playing back there. You know, they got the word on it, you know. Pray that they're opening the eyes and understanding and everything. And you know what? And let, let, me, let, me, let me just help you, right? It might not look like this stuff's working sometimes. I got news for you. It's working all the time. It's the truth. It's working all the time. Now, it might not look like it, but guess what? Well, don't, we don't walk by what we see. You walk by what you believe. Amen? So I wanted to clarify this. Last week when I was, uh, last week, boy, I got on, I was on a rip, you know, with like use your authority. I want to clarify what I was saying. Write this down. Don't struggle for faith. Use your authority. That's yours in Jesus' name. That's what I was saying last week. I had a clarify. Boy, I stood on, I got on a, I got on a rail last week. You know what's going to be funny? You better get ready because I know what 2020 is going to be about. It's about greater glory. I'm going to go over yeah, I'm going to go over. When I go over, I'm going to be like, I'm going to get lost in it. I, I, I can hold myself back a little bit, but once we start going over, we're going over. And we're going to get, it in, we're going to get spirit life. It's going gonna, it's gonna to, <laughs> well, I mean spirit life. Don't worry, just keep coming. Sooner or later, we'll step in the river and not get out. I don't want to get out, you know. That's where you got to go. And you, know, you, you got to stay in that place. But here's my, don't struggle for faith. Use your authority. Use the authority that's yours in Jesus' name. Okay, did you get that? That's what I was saying last week. You're praying about stuff. Now, listen to me. This is so good. I don't even know if I'm going to get off this, and I don't care. You're using prayer, okay, where you need to stop praying about it and start using your authority over it. Did you get that? Oh, Jesus, you, no, 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 no. You got to start binding some stuff. Remember last week? If you want to watch it, listen to it. I could pick up a little. You know what I mean? We're praying about stuff that Jesus gave you authority to use in the earth, and all you got to start doing is demanding and decreeing. Amen? Amen? You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes we go, well, what, what's going on? Are you, using your, are you praying about stuff you should be using your authority for? Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, oh, Jesus, do something about it. Jesus, like, you do something about it. Uh, you know, I, I want you to know this, right? Jesus, some believers do not need to struggle for faith and using the authority. You understand that? Jesus said, and these signs shall follow them. Go pop that up there, Mark 16. We can start with verse 15, you know what I mean? And let's look at that and leave that up there. And he said it to them, why'd you lower me? Don't lower me too much. I like staying a little hot there, honey. Don't be, now I got to work too hard. Well, now all of a sudden you're a sound person. My God, I know. Did you tell her to do it? Oh, my God. Are you doing it or is she doing it? They got all these the gadgets around here. They all could do it on. They could do it on the pad in the front. Just don't make me too low. And he, she's been trying to silence me all my life. And he said unto them, go ye in all the world and preach the gospel 
Amen. Don't make me too low. And what? And every creature, preach every creature. Amen. Somebody said, preach to the dog. Yeah, preach to the dog. He that believes, <laughs> he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Amen? So you got to be a believer. Amen? Somebody, well, my life is a witness. No, 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 no. you got to get people to confess and believe. Amen? Your life's a witness, but witness ain't changing nobody. You know what I mean? you gotta, you got to speak the truth. Amen? Tell people. Sometimes it's not God. And these signs shall follow them that believe. What are these signs? In my name they shall cast out devils. You say you still cast out devils? Yeah, you cast out. They shall speak in new tongues. And what? In my name. In my name. In my name. In my name, you take authority over the devil. Go back, go back there. In my name. See it? They shall what? Cast out devils. So stop right there. You use the name of Jesus over the devil. You see that? In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Right? You pray in the spirit. That's cool. But watch this. Now. Hey, keep going. Give them the rest of it. Go ahead. They shall take up serpents. We ain't got no snakes around here. I was kidding with Brother Lindsay. I said, we're going to bring some snakes in here. He said he's leaving the church if I do that. But we ain't going to. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't bringing no snakes up in here. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Calm down, man. We ain't got no snakes like that. You know what I mean? But you ever see them people that play with snakes? That's crazy. You get bit by Who, Whoever thought that was a good idea? I don't know. Some, some crazy hillbilly. They, you know, I'll get a letter about it. Somebody will write about it. Somebody will, somebody will want to talk to me about it. I don't know. That's why I got security. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink anything, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. But in the name of Jesus, you take authority over devils. In the name of Jesus, you take authority when it comes to healing. In the name of Jesus. Now, so what I'm trying to say to you is this. Are you praying about stuff God already gave you authority to command? Write it down. And that, Well, I'm praying for the money. You don't pray for money. You command the money. I'm praying for my lost loved ones. No, you don't pray for your lost loved ones. You tell God, it's God's will to heal them. It's God's will to deliver them. It's God's will to set them free. It's God's will. You got to start taking over authority, authority over the devil that is trying to blind, deceive, keep people messed up. Who we'll say, "Well, I'm praying to Jesus. Jesus, what are you going?" Jesus, is like you do something about it. I gave you authority. Remember that story, Brother Hagen? I tell you that story. Brother Hagen was praying that one time. He was having problems with the gospel. He didn't understand how to get it to work, and he prayed Jesus, and Jesus was talking to him, and Jesus started talking to him. And I believe, Brother Hagen, what's he got alive for? Brother Norval tells stories like this, and it was true back in the day. These guys didn't have the revelation we have in the church. They had to get it right from God. So he didn't understand it, you know. He's, he, remember, he, he talked Mark 11, 23, 24. He read his mother, grandma's Methodist Bible all day long, trying to live and not die. You see? So if you don't have no truth, what are you going to do? you got to get it from Jesus. He said, well, Jesus came to him. And he said, Jesus came to him, and he started talking to him. And he said, this little, remember that story? The little monkey-like creature got in the beginning, and Jesus is talking, like, telling him what to do. And it's yakety yak, 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 yakety yak, yak, yak. Brother Hayes like, I can't hear Jesus. This stupid thing's in the middle of this thing messing me up. Why don't he do something about it? And he said he got mad, and Jesus was giving him revelation. He said, what is going on? And he said, he said, I bind you or whatever he said, and the little monkey-like thing hit the ground and then took off like a dart, and it was, it was, demonic. It was demonic. And he said this to the Lord. He said, Jesus, he said, and you know the story, some of you, but some of you are new. He said, he said to me, he said, why didn't you do something about it? He said, I can't. He said, no, I heard you wrong. He said, what do you mean you can't? He said, no, 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 no. He said, I can't. He said, you got to be kidding. He gave Brother Hagin like three, four scriptures to prove that authority has been given to you. Authority is not in Jesus' hand. It's in your hands. You're over there praying for Jesus to do something. Jesus is like, take your authority and bind it up. Take your authority and break the power of the devil. Listen, I'm telling you right here and now, the church needs to be on the offense with its authority and not praying about stuff you need to start taking dominion about. 
Amen? You understand that? Because I'm like, well, my money's getting funny. Take dominion. My body's feeling, take dominion. Well, something's going. And let me tell you something. Your, your, your family, your kids, all that stuff, well, you know what I mean? You've got, no, you got to take authority in that realm. Some of that stuff. You know what I mean? Now, you pray about some stuff, but after I'm done praying about, well, it's the will of God for your family to be saved. It's the will of God for you to walk into light, walk into victory, walk into finances, walk into healing. It's the will of God. I don't got to ask God if it's his will. Remember I told you, I'll show you another week. We're going there, John 14, 16. Don't go there. John 14, Jesus said this. Remember that? He said, ask me, and I'll do it. Yeah, sometimes Jesus said, ask the Father, and he'll do it in my name. But then Jesus said, you ask me, and I'll do it. Well, I'm, I'm confused. No, I'm not confused. Here's the deal. Some things you pray about, and other things you just move in. The things where the will of God is known, you just move in. Healing, that's the will of God is known. In Jesus' name, take authority over it. You see what I'm saying? Where the will of God is known, your lost loved ones. You know, Brother Hagen was teaching that one time too. He said, your, your lost loved ones. You don't, you don't got to pray. God. You think you got to pray for your loved ones to get saved? Just hear me. Isn't it the will of God to save everybody? Well, who in the world's keeping them from seeing the marvelous light of the gospel? The devil. What do you do? You bind the spirit that's keeping them deceived. You bind the spirit that's keeping them blind. You bind the spirit that's keeping lions lying to them. You understand? You got to bind the lion spirit. What do you mean a lion spirit? What is a lion spirit? Lying to your family, lying to your friends, lying to your kids, lying to your spouse. Where do you get these stupid ideas? Where did that come from? You understand? You got to take authority over it. Now, if you say, well, you're getting too spiritual. I'm not getting too spiritual. I'm telling you what Jesus said. He said, take authority over it. So if the devil speaks to your mind, you got to open up your mouth. And there's some things, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm a, when I'm preaching this, you're getting quickened. I'm smart enough to know that. You know what I mean? But you're like, oh, that's some of the things I, that's some of the things I need to stop praying about and things I start, need to start demanding in the name of Jesus. There they are. you got to find them. You locate them. You understand that? You locate it. Does that make sense? You go in there and you say, well, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe I've been praying. Oh, I'm not going to pray no more about this. I'm going to command. I bind you, devil. How do you do it? You do it. You, do, you know, Listen, you don't go walking up to people and go, I bind you, devil, in the name of you. Know, you don't, come on, man. Now, sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes You might, but guess what? You do that in private. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're standing in the gap, you know, or something like that, well, you, I bind you, Jesus. I bind that lion spirit. I bind the devil from trying to attack. And, you know, it might take a little time, but it will. And we, we're, we're, I'm telling you what's happening, and this is good prayer stuff. We're putting responsibility on Jesus that Jesus put on you. That's the truth, man. I'm telling you, Billy, that's what we're doing. We're taking some of this stuff. We're like, Jesus, do something. Jesus, do, just like you do something about it. You're the one in the earth with authority, not me. What's he going to do? Come down here with sandals and a robe on? And he can't. He's got no jurisdiction in the earth. See, people don't talk. Jesus has no jurisdiction in the earth without the church. You're the, you're the authority. He is the head and ye are the body. See it? You got the authority. And the devil's scared of you. What do you mean the devil's scared of me? Well, who in the world's trying to keep your friends and loved ones from going to heaven? The devil. It ain't Jesus. Who's trying to keep you broke, sick? Messed up in your head, oppressed, depressed. Where do you think depression's coming from? There is, there is an epidemic in the earth right now of people being depressed. I, listen, listen to me. I am not taking this lightly. Do I believe that you should see, talk? Yeah, you go talk to somebody, man. If you're dealing with this stuff, you go talk to somebody. You do whatever you got to do to get help. I'm not, I'm not stupid and sitting here telling you it's not real. It's real. But let me tell you how you get authority over it. You, you, you take back your mind. You see that? Now that takes a little bit of work, and if you don't know how, some people don't know how. 
But once we teach you how, you know you do. Yeah, I know exactly what you do. When he speaks to your head, you open your mouth. When he tells you, you're, you, don't, you don't need to. No, you open your mouth. You open your mouth. That's the problem. Like, that takes work. Oh, the devil says, you ain't no good. What good is your life? You open your, I bind you in the name of Jesus. They got to teach the, we got to teach the earth this stuff. You know how many times you feel like, you, how many times everybody in this room felt unworthy, not, some of you felt like not even living for tomorrow. It's okay. But I got news for you. You know what you do? You open your mouth. I sat in Bible school one day. That crazy devil, I had to sit there for four or five hours. I don't remember how long. I was trying to read a book. He kept bugging me. I said, you're a pain. Shut up. And I remember, I remember something, a, couple, a preacher, I don't know who said it, but I remember them saying, your Brother Hagin did it, and Dr. Seville and all those guys, they said, when the devil, you know, and I said, oh, I guess I got to get up. So I'm reading, I was reading the book, reading the book. He's like, you're a complete mess. I remember he was telling me, like, you know, you should quit Bible school now. You ain't no good or some mess. And I was like, well, you're probably right, but let me give it a shot. So I got up, I got up, and I started speaking the word of God, and Mark 11, 20, and I went over to the thing, and I went over to the thing, and then all of a sudden, I went and sat back down. Here comes this jerk again. You ain't no and I got to get up again and got to get up again. I got up six times. Six times I probably got. Six to eight times I got. And I had to quote the word of God to him. I had to quote the word to who? The things that were talking to my mind. I had to get up and like there was a man. I, I looked like I was crazy. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to this thing there. I don't know where it is. I can't see it. But something keeps telling me quit and pack it in. And you ain't no good at this. And you're going to stink. And you should go home and you should quit. I don't know where it is or where it came from or why it showed up. I just got up and I said, Mark 11, 23, 24 says, Who shall ever shall sing in the mountain be thou removed? I bind you, devil. I break your power. I command you. Did I look like I knew what I was doing? No, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, why do I got to get up all the time and do this? I don't know. Nobody told me this. I didn't know what to do. I got up and said it. I had to keep saying it. Had to get. Then other times in life, I had to, man, one time I had, to, I, had to, I, had to, I had to speak to myself for a half hour to get the faith to believe for something. What do you mean a half hour? I didn't have faith for it. I knew I didn't. I had to keep coaching myself, keep coaching myself until I got the faith for it. I didn't have the faith for it. You know, sometimes, let me tell you something here now. When you get your, your thing hits home, get your kids or somebody you love or your spouse. Yeah, you think you got faith. Wait till you got to get faith for your kid or your spouse. That's a whole new place of faith you ain't never been before, man. Because your emotions get screwed up and get tied up in this thing. I can believe God for anything for you, but sometimes those things that are close to home, they ain't easy. Because you got to stand there, you know, like, yeah, this is cute. You know, I'm trying to figure it out. But you know what you got to do? You got to stand in the gap. You got to, so I had to coach myself sometimes. Get my head, my head squirrely. Get my head locked in. Get faith right. You understand what I'm saying? This is how you do it. Well, I say, well, hi, how, what do you got to do? You keep, you, this is what you got to do. You know what people say? Well, I don't want to do that. Well, then what do you want me to tell you? You can't shrug, you can't shrug authority that you got to take, and you got to take it, and you got to use it. I don't know why it's like the way it is, but that's what you're going to do. You understand what I said about that? Jesus didn't say, didn't, Jesus didn't say, didn't, Jesus didn't say nothing about using faith to use his name. You understand what I'm saying? You don't have to have great faith to use the name of Jesus. Just say the name of Jesus. You don't know? Put, put the thing there and put the name of Jesus on it. You know what I'm saying? Just in the name of Jesus, I bind you. What do you bind them about? Whatever he's trying to mess up in your life. That's how you do it. I say, well, you're crazy. You're going to talk to the devil? Why? Why don't you? He's been talking to you. He's been talking to you, telling you all this nonsense. Why don't you start talking back? That's the problem. You ain't talking back. 
That's the problem. You ain't talking back. He's talking to you. You ain't talking back. Talk back to him. Talk back to him. Well, I don't know where he is. He's in your, between your ears. Talking all this nonsense. You know what I'm saying? You talk back to him. And ain't nobody going to worry about it. I just, I was, I was, I was laughing. I started laughing. I started laughing in the bathroom. I came out of the bathroom. Nobody was here. I was here early. And I went in the bathroom. And I come out of the bathroom. And I, start, I was talking in the bathroom. And there was nobody in there. And Mr. Williams looked at me. He said, who are you talking to, Pastor? I said, uh, the, the, myself. <laughs> he said, I thought somebody was in there with you. I said, no, I had to just straighten myself out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I need to straighten me out. You know what I mean? It was cute. But you understand what I'm saying? You better start talking because stuff's talking to you. Amen? Look at this. Here. This number three, write this down. Step number three for some of you guys that were there. Where was one and two last week? Three. Don't worry about it. But you understand what I'm saying? We understand what I'm saying with that? How about this one? Number three, be positive in your thinking. Be positive in your thinking. Look at 1 Peter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. Let's start with verse 8. You okay? Now, guys, listen to me. I know it's a little bit of work, but it's a whole lot more work not doing it. Try to get an amen? Whole lot more work not doing it than it is doing it. You got to do the maintenance. Look at this one. Look at verse six, five. Let's start with verse five. First Peter five, five. How's that? Because you got to look what it says here. It says, "Likewise, you younger, submit. Mm-hmm. Submit, submit. All of you be subject one to another. Be clothed with humility. See that? For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Got it? Receiving, receiving answered prayer." is let every thought and desire affirm that you have what you ask for. Write that down. That'll help you. Step number three to receiving answered prayer is this. Let every thought and desire you desire affirm that you have what you ask for. So every thought and every desire that hits your head better affirm what it is you're believing God's going to give you. Did you get that? Does that make sense? So if he comes in, well, you know, you pray for something and it looks like it ain't working. Shut that thing out of your head. Don't you look at what you see. Don't you look at it because you'll quit on your faith. So you pray. Just say you pray about something. Say, now we're talking natural. We're not demanding and decreeing and even that stuff. You're going to, let me tell you, you're going to speak to it for a little bit before it starts changing. You know, you ain't going to walk in a room and be like, oh, I bind you and your loved ones start like, you know, calling you up. I got saved today. Just happened. I don't know. It might happen. Praise be to God. We're down, but you might take a little minute. You got to some. You know, some of them been working real hard on being demon possessed. So you got to you gotta, gonna have to work it off. You know, and smack them around a little bit. You know, I prayed for my husband. I woke up. He's brand new. No, he ain't gonna be brand new, honey. He's gonna be the same mess he was the minute you went to bed and woke up in the morning. Here he is. But give me a little time with him, and you just keep buying. And when he's sleeping, when he's sleeping, start laying hands on him. It'll help him, amen. Don't let him know. And some of you guys don't freak out if you wake up and you got a hand over your face. Oh my God! What is this? Don't worry about it. It's, she's praying. She's practicing her spirituality on you. Amen. Amen. Some of you are gonna wake up with like, wake up with like cloths and aprons stuck in your pajamas. Don't worry about it. She's been anointing you with oil. Wake up. You got some grease on your forehead. <laughs> wake up from wake up from your day. All of a sudden, you look at your pajama pockets. You got prayer cloths shoved in there. You got oil dripping down your head, and you got a handprint on the side of your face. She's just she's just interceding for you. How'd this happen? You get up in the middle of the night. What is this stuff? I got oil dripping off my head. Praise be to God. Don't worry. She's got the anointing oil on you. Man, you wake up like smell like frankincense. Praise the Lord. You don't worry about it. She's just praying for you. Pastor told her to. It might take a little work, but guess what? The work will work. Amen. The word of God's got to work, but you got to be willing to stand for. Here's the key. 
when you're willing, Brother Hagin, when you're willing to stand forever, you're not going to have to stand very long. But you've got to be willing to stand forever. And that's why you fasted. Because you get like you get a tenacity. Yeah, you're just a mess. Like, I'm, I'm going to get it. I don't care. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Well, what are you, nuts? No. I don't, I'm not using sense. I'm senseless. I don't, you're moving by my sense. I'm getting it. God, you said it. Now we're going to stand in the grid. And then look at what? I don't, well, you might have to be there. I bind you. I'll tell the devil all day, all day long driving the car. I bind you, devil. I just want to know you're still bound in Jesus' name. Four o'clock and you're driving around. Hey, devil, I bind you in Jesus' name. Well, who in the world do you think you are? I think I'm God in the earth. Who do you think you are? I'm not talking to you. I'm telling him. Because he's going to challenge him. Who do you think you are? I'm the temple of God. I'm God in the earth. That's who I am. Did he just say he's God in the earth? You better believe it. What is man that thou art mindful of him that you made him a little lower than God? See, I, now listen. You're God in the earth because God lives in you. You're the temple. You're one with God. He who's with the Lord is one spirit. You're one spirit. you got the same spirit as God. So what do you do? Bind him. See what I'm saying? I bind you. She's in. Remind him he's bound. Remind him. You got dominion. I got dominion over you. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the earth. He, he ain't gonna, let me tell you, he keeps coming back with the nonsense because you ain't shutting him up. But why does he keep pounding your head? Because you ain't shut him up with your mouth. Yeah, he's going to come. He ain't gonna, he'll stay all day. He's a new. Let me tell you something about the devil. He's a dirtbag. He's a miserable dirtbag. You understand me? I've seen kids. My God, I had that one kid. He's like, oh, yeah, the devil chokes me at night and tells me he's going to kill me. That's when I figured out, Keith, I learned a long time ago, he's miserable. He's a miserable dirtbag, and I got no problem. I told him, I tell you, I made a decision that day. I said, you miserable dirtbag. That's what I told him. You know, in the name of Jesus, you know what I'm saying, but why would you torment little kids and torment people with their mind and torment people? How evil can you be, you what, little kid, 12-year-old, he was like, 12-year-old good boy, said he chokes me at night and tells me he's going to kill me. I'm turning blue. Mama come out and said he turns blue in the middle of the night. He looks like he's dying. I said, ain't this great? That's when I knew you don't fight fair. You know what I'm saying? In the earth, if you get in a fight and you cheat, you know, don't look right, I don't care. I'll beat him with a bottle, hit him in the head with a chair. Uh, listen to me. Your weapons are not flesh and blood. You understand what I'm saying? But don't you play fair with the devil. He don't play fair with you. You tell him all day long. I don't care if your phone's got a... Get an alert and alert yourself. Six times a day, rebuke the jerk. I bind you in Jesus. I bind you in Jesus. I lose hands and I plead the blood of Jesus over this house, over these kids, over this marriage, over my money, over everything I got. I bind you. And don't you dare talk to me. Do you know who I am? You start rebuking that dude. Let me tell you something right now. If somebody kept picking on you and picking on you and picking on you and picking on you, somebody he going to get tired of me picking on me and say, bro, I'm going to get up and smack you. You hit me again. And guess what I'm going to do? He's pretty big. I'm going to go, sorry, I ain't doing that no more. You see this? But if you just sit there like taking it and taking it, why would I stop picking on you? You ain't stopping me. What, what do you think he's going to do? You go, I bind you. I plead the blood. Man, he ain't Joe Green coming for looking for you. He'll go find some weak person that don't want to fight. What's the fight of faith? Stay in faith. That's the only fight you got, stay in there. So it don't look like it's working. And I don't know why some of you got all the hell you got to deal with. I don't have no idea. Ask Joseph. I don't know that poor guy, man. God Almighty. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it. But the word works. And you're going to do it. And I'm not picking on you. I'll help you. I'll help you. I don't care. I'm serious, man. I'll help you. How, what do I do, Pastor Chris? You bind it. What do you mean you bind it? I bind you in Jesus' name. What's that do? Stops him. 
I plead the blood of Jesus. You got three things. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, and the word of your testimony, you overcome the enemy. You know what I mean with the word of testimony? Now, let me explain something about your testimony. Don't go in there and tell them, I got saved in 19. Now, I'm talking about your testimony. Your testimony is the confession of faith out of your mouth, too. You know what I'm saying? You're going to say, well, I got, devil, I got saved in 1994. Now, he don't care about that mess. You got to tell him the word of your testimony. You understand what I mean? What's that mean? My life is testifying out of that word. You make yourself one with the word. He don't know no difference. You say Jesus, he thinks you're Jesus. That's why when you say Jesus, he's like, uh-oh, he's back. He's running for the hills. He don't want no problem with that. That's why you and him are one. You take authority over this mess. You got to take authority. Oh, he's like, maybe you're sick. Shut up. I ain't sick in Jesus' name. Some of you better get off that WebMD. You get a little ache in your arm. Like, oh, God, I got bursitis. Chill out. Wait a minute. My God, I know how some of you are. I think I got it. No, you ain't got nothing. You got the blood. Put the blood on it first. And then if you got to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. You understand what I'm saying? But some of you freaking out. You watch a TV commercial. You're like, I think I got that. You ain't got that. Who told you you got it? You ever watch something? And then, watch this. What? Well, I don't think the devil, you know what? I don't think the devil really talks to me as much as Pastor Chris is really talking about. Because I don't know what the heck he's talking about right now. I don't hear the devil. Remember when you watch the commercial and you see it and you go, and he's like, oh, you got that. There's the devil. Yeah, you don't like that one. It's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe you got that. Maybe I do. <laughs> it was a thing for a chick, and you're a dude. You're like, I think I got it. It's only for women, dude. Cut it out. You ain't got that. I think I got menopause. You ain't got no menopause, bro. Cut it out. But where'd that, come, where'd that idea come from? Where does this stuff come from? You ever been there? You ever been there? Look, how, you want to prove it? Look, if Elijah is not the proof of this mess. I don't know who in the world is. This dude called fire out the sky. You understand what I'm saying? He calls fire out the sky, lick up the water. I don't even know what that really means, but I know this. There was water on the ground and fire consumed it. And power came out the sky. And he made fun of the prophets of Baal. He said, go get your God, you punk. Look at it. He poured it. Man, come on. He poured, he poured water. Go pour water on it. Watch me do my God thing. I'm like, What? Jezebel is going to get you. This joker's hiding in the cave. Suggestion. That's all it needed. That's all he needed. How can you be so victorious? Look at this. How can you be so victorious in one arena and then in another arena lose all consciousness of who God is? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. Your mind is crazy. You got to conform that thing through spiritual renewal. But you got to understand this. Something like, oh, God. Dude, God, bump God. Listen, bump the praying. Get your mouth open. Now, now, I want you to pray, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you're giving it to God. God can't do nothing about it. He gave you authority. You use it. Okay. So here's the thing. Now, we got to be positive. You, you all right? Step number three. Be positive in your thinking. Why? Let every thought and desire affirm that you have what you ask for. After you pray in faith according to God's word, never, never permit a mental picture of failure to remain in your mind. Never permit a mental picture of failure to remain in your mind. Did you get that? Everybody say never. Okay? Look at verse 5, 6. Humble yourself. Can you pop that up there? It's First Peter. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And here we go. Ready? 
Cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. Now, here's a big one. Cast your care. You know what cast your care means? Cast your care. You know, I remember, did I tell you that story last week about Wigglesworth needing the money? Wigglesworth needed Smith Wigglesworth had a great financial need, huge financial need. And he didn't tell nobody nothing. He just walked around, and he was with this multimillionaire. Guy could have solved this problem, and wouldn't even stroke a check would have made it all go away. And he was walking with Brother Wigglesworth, and Wigglesworth didn't say Jack. And he said, it's in his book, he testified about it. Brother Wigglesworth just walked around just whistling and having a good old time with Jesus. And the guy looked at him and said, man, I'd pay anything to have that joy you got. And Wigglesworth said, you don't have to pay for it, it's free. Never said nothing about his need. And the guy that could have solved the problem, he said, you can get saved and just let the guy to the Lord and all that stuff. Never said nothing about the financial need. Well, what I was saying that, you got to cast your care upon the Lord and know it's taken care of. You don't have to do nothing after you cast your care. God will work it out. Some of you start, you start figuring out how's he going to do it. Don't worry about how he's going to do it. Just cast your care on the Lord and let him do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to get in it and mess it all up. Cast your care upon the Lord for he cares for you. Here's the problem when you cast your care. I was talking to somebody about this. The minute you cast your care, guess what's going to come? Unbelief. Because you cast it and it's going to try to get back on you. Because once it gets in God's hands, see, as long as you're carrying it, you can't do nothing about it. But the minute you give it to God, he'll start solving it. But that devil knows that. So what does he do? He tries to put worry back on you. He tries to put, well, how do you know? No, 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 you got to keep, keep that thing off. So now here's the key. How do you keep, you keep the right mental picture? Once you give it to God, leave it there. Don't pick it back up. And if you got to get your mouth on it then, I gave it to the Lord, he can keep it. I gave it to the Lord, he's got it. Well, how do you know you can trust God? Don't worry about trusting God. I don't know if I can trust you. I can't trust you to pick it back up. Leave it the heck alone. Put it there and leave it on God. And then just thank. Now, here's how you do it. You want to know how you do it after kick? You thank him. That's how you keep your faith on. Thank you, Lord, that I gave that care to you, and it's yours now. You'll take care of it. I cast my care on you. Thank you. You're taking care of it. Don't go back. Keep your thanksgiving. See, prayer needs to be, I'm going to say something about this. Release prayer needs the, the foundation of faith, but then after faith has been released in your prayer life, thanksgiving is the force that keeps you motivated. Thanksgiving. Your, my, your prayer life needs to be thank you. And the repetition, the only repetition in prayer is in thankfulness. Did you get that? The only repetition in prayer is thankfulness. There's no repetitive prayer but the repetitive place of thanksgiving. You're thank, thanking him for the money, thanking him for the healing, thanking him for what he did, thanking him. You ain't going back saying, oh, go do this again. You're thanking him for them kids. You ain't going back every day with the same thing about, thank you, God, I know you heard me. Thank you, God, I know you're working on their behalf. Thank you. Thank you. You understand what I'm saying? Thank you for the I, th- I know you heard me when I claimed the money. Thank you. I receive it. Thank you. I receive it. Thank you. They ain't asking for the same stuff over and over and over again like the heathen do. That ain't you. You know what I'm saying? The only repetitive position in prayer is in thanksgiving. You see it? That's it. I'm thanking him for what he said he's going to do. That's all. You don't go back asking for the same stuff over and over. So what do I got to do? Now watch this. Why someone cast your care on him because why? He cares for you. And be sober. Look at this one, verse 8. Now look, this is what I'm saying. You better bind the devil. Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a loin lion, walk about seeking whom he may devour. Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary. You got to underline it. Highlight it. What do you call them? What do you call him? Adversary. What do you mean an adversary? You got an enemy. Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walk out seeking whom he may devour. Well, you say, well, I don't believe in the devil. Well, that's why you're not, not winning. He, he's there. Now, you don't get all devil conscious or everything's the devil, but you understand what I'm saying? 
Where are these, where are these things not lining up? You've got to take authority. You've got an adversary. What's that one opposed against you? Well, who's opposing himself against you? It ain't God. See, people fighting God when it ain't God, you're not your problem. That's the truth. Well, how did this wacko stuff happen? Well, the devil got in there. Oh, you're telling me it's the devil? Yeah, I'm telling you it's the devil. What do you mean it's the devil? Well, who's got, he come to steal. Does, does it look like, look at me, look at me, please. Does it look like steal? Does it look like kill? And does it look like it's destroyed? Then it's him. Got nothing to do with God. You're blaming God. I'm not saying you are. You understand what I'm saying? People blaming God. God, God, why is God doing, God ain't doing none of that nonsense. You understand it? Don't put it on God. You know, man, I'll tell you what. I lost, I lost, I'm going to tell you right here now, look at me. I lost some battles, and I didn't know what was going on. Here I'm looking at God, going, God, what are you doing? God's like, oh, what are you looking at me for? I have nothing to do with that mess. I'm telling you, listen to me, this is how you learn. I'm like, well, where, where did this come from? He said, it ain't me. You're trying to blame me for stuff you lost and stuff that's going on. That ain't how I operate. Well, what do you mean? How do you operate, God? Love, look at me. Love, joy. Is love and joy connected to this? Then God's not in it because this is who God is. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. That's God. Everything else outside of there ain't God. So if it doesn't look like love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, then it ain't God doing it. So why are you blaming God for what he's not doing? If it looks like steal, kill, and destroy, it's the devil. Oh, he's excited. I'm not excited. I'm trying to tell you. We sit there for seasons of life. Man, I got beat up not knowing what the heck was going on. And you stand there not knowing who to fight. And you think you're fighting God. And then you think, well, no, no, it's not. Look, it's the character of God. Look, there are some of you in here that I know your character. And I guarantee you that because I know your character, I know stuff you would not do. See it? So who in the world is causing this havoc? Who in the world is lying to you people? Come on. I'm not, don't you put up with it. Oh, I, you know what, Pastor Chris? You know what it says about a thief? You catch him, he's got to pay seven times. But you know what, thief? He's sneaky. I told you that, man. Remember that? I told you that thing? They robbed all them things. The police officer said, we know who it is. Billy, you're the best. Billy got the cameras to catch him. The camera, the camera caught the guy. They had this up. They said, they rob the guy robbing stuff. He robbing stuff all over town. The police, he'll tell you this is true. The police like, we know who it is. We don't know exactly the guy. Same motive everywhere he goes. We just can't catch him. He's a good thief. Good thieves don't get caught. You understand what I'm saying? He's slick, man. He don't want to get caught. He ain't telling, you know see what I'm saying? He ain't leaving no tails. He ain't leaving no trail. They got him on tape waving at the thing. He got masked up. You can't see the joker. They were like, oh, he robbed a bunch of TVs from the one day. He robbed this other thing. He robbed this other thing. He said, yeah, that's that guy's MO. That's how he does business. We thought maybe this was connected to him because one guy did something one day. I was like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. He goes, oh, yeah, we know he's robbing everything in town. We just can't catch him. See it? That's the devil. He's robbing everything you got, and you over there saying, well, I just can't catch him. Well, you catch him, he pays seven times. You got to know who you're fighting. You ain't fighting God. I'm going to tell you right here now, and listen to me, please understand me. And I'm not just excited. You ain't fighting God a day in your life. You got one adversary. You got one adversary. And that joker's trying to take everything you love. And he don't play fair. He's a dirtbag. And I said it, and I ain't taking it back. And you could quote me on the radio. And put me on the internet. He don't play fair. He's dirty. 
So why don't you play fair? Bind it. Loose it. Break it. Go get old school. Get aggressive with it. Okay, look at this. Look at this 5-8, right? Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, like a wrong, seek about whom he may devour. Here we go. Nine. Mmm. What do I do with him? Resist him steadfast in the faith. Now watch this. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brain. That means everybody's going through something. You don't have it harder because you're you. Somebody got it worse, man. And everybody going through something. The same afflictions that are where accomplishing your brother means what? Everybody going through something. Nobody said it's fair. But don't worry about fair. Just fight. Fight the fight of faith. How you resist? Steadfast in the faith. Resist who? My adversary. Where do you take them? To the arena of faith. You beat them every time. You got to the arena of reason, you can get whooped. You can't go there and reason. Your head will pull them in the faith arena. If you get in a fight, you know, like, they're getting ready. We were watching them. We were coming. You know, they're going to fight this weekend, you know. You know what they do to fighting? In the ring. They all talk. You know, the guy was on we watched. I'll punch you in the face. I'll beat your whole family down. Ah, screaming at the TV. People don't care about that mess. Now the guy's like, you're going to punch you in the head. I'll punch you in the head. I'm going to beat your whole family. Screaming, yelling, cussing at one another, beeping and everything. That, that's not where you fight. You don't fight there when they get in the ring. That's when they start knocking one another out. So here's the thing. The devil talking all that junk outside the ring. He said, come in the ring. He's over there. You're going to do. You're, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you're going to do. Let's get in the ring. Shut up. You talk big talk. Get in the ring. You get in the arena of faith. What do you call that arena? The arena of faith. Come in my faith ring. He's going to try to get you to come out and say, no, nah, I ain't going to fight you at the podium. You come in my arena right here. Come on in. You walk in there, got my belt on. I'm the champion of the world. You can't take nothing from me. And Pastor Chris told me to bind you and use the name of Jesus and put the blood on you. How you like that? You going to be the church like that? What kind of church is that? Triumphant church? Amen. The triumphant church? Amen. Uh-huh. Uh, you think we really got to take authority? Like You better believe it. You better believe it. Because you know what? He just sit there and try to make you always oh, everything. No, no, got to go in there and get authority. Whom resist steadfast in faith, knowing the same afflictions are accomplishing your brother that are in the world. You see it? So what I got to do? I got to make sure I correct. I keep my arena in my mind. Look at this. Verse 10. But the God of all grace has called us into eternal glory by Christ. After you suffered a while, make you perfect, established, strengthened, and settled. Nobody likes reading that part. Everybody stops at nine. After you suffer. I don't want to hear nothing. I, I went somewhere. I told you that. The guy didn't read 10. I was with Pastor Liz somewhere. We were hanging out. I said, he ain't going to read 10. Watch this. He got too much crowd flow going to read 10. Yeah, like when it's really, but bind the devil. Break. Yeah, but church like, yeah, break the power. Hallelujah. Yeah, bind, resist. Yeah, amen. And after you suffer, yo, bro, leave that out. Leave that out. What you mean suffer? You're going to have to press through. You know what I mean by suffer? I don't mean get beat up or get pressed down. You're going to have to, you know where the suffering is going to come in? You know where it's going to come in? How many of you want to be established, strengthened, and settled? You want to know where the suffering is going to come in? And the discipline of it. You're going to have to give up your flesh. Your flesh don't want to get up in the middle of the night and start binding and loosing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to knock the lazy out of you when you get spiritual. I don't want to, how long do we got to bind for? <laughs> You know what I'm, I'm, being, I'm being serious. It ain't no fun. How long I got to bind and loose, man? 
You ever go to prayer meeting and be scared when you got in there because you didn't know when it was going to end? Don't you lie. Don't you lie. Don't you lie. You ever go to that one prayer time and you're like, oh, God, I don't know if we're going to get out of here. The kids are the best. You know, the kids are like, how long is this going to be, Daddy? Are you, how long are you going to preach? They want to know before you get in. I say, you ain't ready. Now, listen, how long you got the, the, the suffering is going to be? You're going to have to, you have to roll up your sleeves. You know what I'm saying? You moms know what I'm talking about. You're going to have to fight a little bit. You got more fighting than anybody. Anyway, mom, see, you go near them little cubs, my God in heaven, you better get, she'll kill you. I'm talking about your kids, you know what I mean? You get in there, roll up your sleeves, like, oh, you can get my little boy. A boy's like 50, for crying out loud. Still ain't got a job. She's rolling up her sleeves. <laughs> Don't mess with her. <laughs> Leave her alone. She's cranky. <laughs> she all fasting and messed up and mad. Her hair's all out of whack. Leave her alone, bro. You're going to wake up with more than oil on your head. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? I'm being serious, though. You know what I mean? Like, you got, listen, you don't got to go get all. Please don't let me, let me, let me not, let me not, like, paint a picture that's going to make you seem like you're wrestling with God. You're not. You're just going to, the suffering's going to come in the consistency. That's all it's going to come in. It's going to be a consistent time. You know what I'm saying? We all got to do it, man. You think it ain't, it ain't no fun. This ain't no fun. You know what I'm saying sometimes? But you got to win in certain arenas. But, you know, we've seen it today. That's life and death. And you don't, you, you just, I got a, that, the kid I told you about, when I went to go pray at the hospital, he's in the thing, and we're praying for him. They come back to tell the parents, man, hey, we don't know. That's life and death. That ain't a game, man. Some of this stuff's cute. Some of this stuff's serious. That's the, that's the, that's the whole, you know what I'm saying? Look, man, we and Paul seen it today? That's life and death. That's serious, man. If we don't win, you go home. Some of this stuff is serious at another level. So what's it going to take to win that? You got to roll up your sleeves and get in. I don't know. Some of this stuff, you know, we could, let me tell you something. Johnny taught me one thing was gratefulness. Man, I'm telling you, when I watched that guy walk to the mailbox with a walker and thought it was the greatest accomplishment of the day, I was like, you are such a jerk, me. You need to grow the heck up. Because I'm like, I think I got a rough day. That's, that's, a, that's a step of faith. This is my, what I'm dealing with is easy. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you miss it until you understand it. But then I'm saying right here now, some people got it big. Like, if you don't win, somebody going home. Now, some of us got it like that right now, and that's okay. We'll roll up our sleeves and get there. But some of you got some stuff. It's not as, it's not as magnitude of what we're talking about, but it's the same principles. So don't worry about it. Just start getting in here and get repetitive. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I got to do it for you. That's how you get it. Okay? Here's another one, big one. Resist doubt. You better write that down. Resist doubt. Yeah, James 4 and 7 is good with that one. Pop that up there. You doing all right? You guys are doing great. Look, I'm not picking on you. Look, if you're going through this, if you're going through this season of life, this is how you do it. Does that make sense? This is how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm not saying, and I'm not telling you this all fair anyway. Ain't nothing fair about this stuff. I don't know why sometimes you got to go through certain seasons of this stuff. I have no idea. But I want to know what to do in case you get in there. This is prayer. Can you believe this is prayer? I thought we were going to go in there and be like, oh, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. No, I thought it was going to be like that. Ain't, ain't no our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us our trespasses. Miss Linda said no Hail Marys either. I heard that. <laughs> Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he'll what? Oh, you better write that down. You better write that down. Did it say, well, maybe he'll leave. Maybe he'll leave your loved ones. 
Submit yourself, therefore, to God. How do I submit myself to God? You get under the word. See, every time you elevate your opinion above the word, you're not submitting yourself unto God. I'm going to say that again. That was a real good point. You understand it? Every time you're not submitting yourself to God, you're not surrendering yourself to the word. Kev, you know what I'm saying? So that, you know what that means? That means I'm going like this. You understand what I'm saying, Ms. Linda? You're saying this. Well, I got an opinion that's different than the word of God. Well, your opinion is wrong. I love you. I'm down with you. We, come on. But you can't be like, well, I don't know if it's going to work. It's going to work. You get me? You feeling me? I have no idea who I'm talking to. I'm probably talking to all of you, but you catch what I'm saying? Are you all right with this? Brian, am I talking to you? I don't know. I'm trying to help you. At least he's honest about it. He's like, you talking to me right right, right now. That's me. Are you going to wake up with some oil on your head? Yeah, yeah a little bit. All right, good. Yeah, you're going to be all off. I'm probably going to be bathing in it. That's all right. Okay? But you get what I'm saying? Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Well, God and his word are one. So you got to get under the word and say, I'm going to use the word. I don't know. I don't understand about all this stuff, but I'm going to do this stuff and go for it. Resist the devil and he'll flee. Did he say maybe he'll go? He said he got to go. So then my question is, are you going to submit yourself under the word? I don't got no opinion no more. I don't even want an opinion. My opinion stinks anyway. If it's not bound in the word of God, what good is it? You know, the Lord said something to me. He said, you know, I got something out of that greater than Solomon thing. Remember I told you about that offering? A greater than Solomon is here. You know what the Lord said to me? You're greater in wisdom. I said, what do you mean I'm greater in wisdom? He goes, you got me, don't you? I said, yeah, because I'm your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, am I not? And I said, well, sometimes I'm pretty stupid. <laughs> Don't say amen loud around here. I was like, sometimes I'm pretty stupid. I got some stupid answers. And I was like, he's like, yeah, that's when you don't tap into me and you tap into you. I said, oh, brother, now I get you. You know what I'm saying? You tap in your flesh, you're going you're gonna to say some weird stuff. You tap in your soul, you're going to say, but he said, if you tap into me. You ever know when you say something so brilliant, you know, you know it's God? And you're almost like, man, that's the Lord. Shh, don't say nothing else. You're going to screw it up. That was just Jesus. I just, I spit Jesus. Like, pop, pop, pop. It went out. Pop, 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 pop. And you're like, so good. It's thick. And it's on you. You're like, yeah, bro. That was the Lord. You know that was good. And then you're like, don't say nothing for another hour because you're going to screw it all up. People think you're spiritual right now. Shut up. Just be cool. Remember what I said three minutes ago? Let me just say it again. Don't go there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Stop pretending you don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got that one thing that came out of you. You didn't even meditate about it. Just come out like, pow. You're like, whoo. You felt like Van Gogh. Like, And now you're like, dang, you know, I'm not going to keep that level all the time. Because I don't. What he was saying was, you have that place of wisdom to dive into. But you have to connect yourself to it. Otherwise, you'll connect yourself to other stuff. You'll be talking like God knows what. But a greater than Solomon lives inside of you. That means Jesus, the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and wealth is in Christ in you. And you could tap into wisdom like that all the time. You just got to submit yourself. You see what I'm saying? You got to submit yourself to it. And you'll find answers you never even knew were in there. Because it's in you. It's in you. You know what I mean? It's in you. Well, how are you going to get what's in you to come out of you? You got to yield to what's in you. Amen? Now, look, if I, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, oh, I'm doing all this. No, i got to learn. Train. Training ain't easy. How many of you going to resist doubt? Doubt is from the devil. Every time you doubt, the devil's talking to you. Well, I don't think this situation's ever going to turn around. There you go. That's doubt. I don't think I'm ever going to get this. There's doubt. Who gave you this? 
I don't think this is that. This church, nothing's going to ever, that's doubt. Oh, your finances are never going to doubt. That kid's never doubt. Where's doubt come from? Doubt comes from the devil. The devil, the devil brings doubt. So every doubt you ever had. Now why you, you think it's, oh, this is just the mindset. No, doubt is from, I'm going to say it again. Coin me. Doubt is from who? Okay, thank you. How do you say that? Doubt is from the devil. You have to resist doubts and rebuke them. You have to get your mind on the answer on God's word in order to receive answers. To your prayers, your vision, your dream. The word eradicate means uproot and remove. Satan moves in the sense realm, in the natural realm, and he uses the tools of suggestion. Some people think every kind of vision, dream, impression, or feeling they have is from God, but that ain't true. Well, if it don't look like, if it don't look like faith, okay, let's just say this. Now faith is, okay? So God is love. God is faith. God is a belief, right? So where does doubt come from? Doubt comes from the devil. So every time you doubted that vision, every time you doubted that prayer request, where'd that come from? It didn't come from God, and it didn't come from you. Well, I just don't think it's going to work. Where did you get that idea it ain't going to work? As easy as you could say it's not going to work, you could have said it's going to work. It's got to work. So where did that suggestion come to your head? You said, Pastor Chris, you got me confused. You tell me the devil's talking to me all day long. He might not physically be barking at you, but the, the you know what I, I said something, man. You know, I had, a, I had this thing. This is so good. I just caught this in my spirit. When I was a kid, remember when you were a kid, my mother used to tell me, don't go bringing sloppy shoes in the house. You know what I mean? And all that stuff. And I remember one time I walked on her. Remember that little floor you had over there? That little floor in the kitchen? That little thing over there. I said, I can get in there and get out of there. She'll never know. And I walked in there and had junk on my shoes and wherever I had. And she caught it. She says, you got stuff all over the floor. I said, no, I don't. She said, you do. Go back and look. And I can see my sneaker prints. I had been there earlier. Right? So check this out. Now watch this now. I wasn't there physically when she caught it, but I had been there earlier, and I left the residue of my presence. That's the devil. He might not be in the very moment, but the residue of his presence is still around, and he's kind of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can see here, too. You ever walk on the floor? Like, sometimes I do it here. I Maybe mean, doing his stuff, and I feel like, oh, man, you gotta, there's only one way to get over there. You got to walk through, and I walk on that white, and you can see the prints. And, and now, three hours later, you can still see those prints. I might not be there right now, but my presence has been there. That unbelief has been there. Something's tracking in your mental picture that maybe he's not speaking right now, but something in his DNA of doubt has shown up in your life, and you got to resist it. Do you get it? So you might not catch, you know, you're going to catch him, but sooner or later you're going to catch his MO, his, his mode of operation. You know what I mean? He operates in doubt. Resist it. I'm not going to say nothing. But I want to say something. Don't. Here's the reason why. Write this down. Reject anything that contradicts the word. I'm going to leave you with that one because you got to go. Reject anything that contradicts the word. It don't line up with the word, you ain't allowed to think it. It don't line up with the word, you ain't allowed to say it. It don't line up with the word of God. My God, Pastor Chris, you're wearing me out. I wear myself out. <laughs> I really do. I, go home and rebu- I gotta go home and rebuke myself. All right, so no, I really do. Because why? I you think I do this all the time? I try to. Resist anything, resist anything, resist anything, resist anything, resist anything, resist anything. That's what? Contrary to the word of God. So it don't line up with the word of God. You can't, you're not here, here, put this thing on you. Okay. Well, I don't know. Resist anything. Satan can move in the supernatural realm, too, because he's a spirit being. You understand that? 
you gotta, you got to be able to know whether it's th- this thing came from God or not. Do you understand that? You better understand this stuff. Did you think so? you see saying? You see him walking down the street with a pitchfork? You see saying? No, he's a spirit being. Demons are spirit beings. I'm not trying to freak you out, but they're spirits. You see, you see, you see the Holy You ever see the Holy Spirit? No, you've seen the effects of the Holy Spirit. Now, you know what I'm saying? Unless you had an open vision. You've seen God? No, but he's a spirit. Come on. See what I'm saying? The devil's a spirit. Where do you think he works? In the invisible. So don't tell me it ain't real. It's just the spirit realm real. So resist anything. Who told you it ain't going to work? Next time you get ready to say, it don't look good, say, who told you that? Ask yourself, who told me this? Where did this come from? Oh, it came from me. Now you better make sure. I tell you what, you're more, you got more faith than you think. It probably ain't you. You got to be able to know where to see it. You got to understand this stuff, okay? I, I'm, I, 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 I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave you with this, right? You, you understand this. You got to start building a safeguard. This is it. You ready? I'm done. You got to start building a safeguard to not speak anything contrary to the word of God no matter what. I, I ain't going to talk it. I ain't saying sick. I ain't speaking broke. I ain't talking jack. If it don't line up with the word, I'm not saying it. That's not easy because some of you want you know, <laughs> let it rip, but <laughs> don't do it. Go let it rip in your prayer closet. I never said that before like this. Go let it rip in your prayer closet. Don't let it rip in public. Go let it rip in your prayer closet. Don't let it rip in public. Don't let the devil ever know he's winning. Don't give him the don't give him the benefit. Say you gonna say something? I say Jack. I don't want you ever think you got a leg up. You ain't got no leg up. You're gonna win. Say, how's he gonna do it? How in the world do I know? How did you get here? You know what, Sonny? Sometimes you say, Well, how's my loved ones gonna get here? How's my whatever gonna get here? I don't know. How'd you get here? One day it all clicks. I can't figure it out. I don't even want to try. I don't even understand it. I, I'd be standing here telling you, I don't know, how's it all work? One day, one moment, one instant, one thing, boom. I don't know, I don't, I'm not God, I don't want to be God. But you understand what I'm saying? One moment in time can change your life forever. Ain't that cool? So just take those proofs and now start adding this to your prayer life. Now you say, well, I thought praying was just going there and say, Jesus, no, 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 you got to use your authority. You got to use your authority. And that's what I was talking about last week. And I kind of piggybacked it this week because I wanted to clarify what I was saying last week because I'm just running around here telling you use your authority and people are looking at me like what's he talking about use your authority there are certain things in prayer you don't pray to God you take authority in the earth in the name of Jesus and you use it by faith how do you know which one you'll know you get quickened but it's usually where the will of God is known you just take authority and move knock it out the park amen come on stand up on your feet you did great hey the communion station is open and the prayer board's open that's all whenever you want just go the only thing I really suggest is before you take communion, just examine your heart. That's all. Just go and say, hey, if it got fixed something, fix it. I mean, you guys are doing great, man. I really, I'm really proud of you, man. Come on, just lift your hands to heaven. Say this out loud if you're watching or you're going to listen to this later on in the road. It's for you too, amen. Just lift your hands to heaven and say, Lord, teach me how to pray. Teach me how to walk in authority. Teach me how to work the works of Jesus. I believe your word. I know the Word of God is true. I know the Word of God could change my life. I repent 
where I spoke at a place not in alignment with the Word of God. Thanks for forgiving me. Dig it up. I forget about it, and you forgot about it. And thank you, Lord. That's so cool. <laughs> Forgiveness is so awesome that the minute I ask you to forgive me, you forgive me and you forget about it. Thank you, Jesus. And I, well, now watch this. I'm going to show you this. Everything you said negative, watch this. Say this out loud. Say, Jesus, I dig up every seed of unbelief and I destroy my harvest of that unbelief I spoke. I destroy it now by faith in Jesus' name and only bring a harvest of good seeds in Jesus' name. And from this moment forward, I'm going to speak the word. I'm going to live the word. I'm going to talk the word. I'm going to walk in word in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. I believe I receive everything you have for me. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Lead me, guide me, help me. May the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth bring pleasure to you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together. You did great. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.